hello. Hey, what up? Greetings. What's up? What's up, everybody? As always, this is your boy, Tom. This is your boy, Trey Daddy. This is Nikki. And this is James Major Burns. And we are <laughs> three and a half. Today no, it was solo. It was a solo today. Well, solo. <laughs> From now on, it's a solo. I'm going to say, he took my vocals off last time. Oh. So. Mine's been off, so. <laughs> we all cut the fuck off. I took Tom's off, though. Trey took his off himself. Mm. Uh, what, what you mean? I, I did that the top harmony with you uh, mm. forgotten. You forgotten. <laughs> your ass can't sing. So. <laughs> I care to sing. La 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 la, bitch. Oh, whore. Na 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 na, bitch. <laughs> you try to help. <laughs> but yeah, the so. piano detected. That was not the case. <laughs> Y'all not gonna keep playing me like I'm fucking basic in well, this world. Says the motherfucker who can't play not a note on the damn piano. Oh, you are basic. What, 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 where do you play on the piano? Oh, you. I'm protecting you. I'm actually coming uh, for James. Right, he was. Thank you. So yeah. shut the fuck up. Oh. oh. And we're oh. back <laughs> to the regular old tray. Getting on song. Damn. Fuck y'all bitches. I so quit. You had, you had two, two seconds of tray being on your team. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't, I'm right so right used to you coming for me. And like I didn't even back, so. And not texting back that I didn't even realize that you had my back that time. What is this? Like the first time in you know, what? The three years know, that I'm... All you know, of your friendship? <laughs> <laughs> all of our friendship. What friendship? Because friends talk, right? I guess that's what we're saying. I don't well, respond to I talk friend. to y'all every day, but clearly you don't respond to us. So, so, so we're on the topic of that. Can we talk about friends who are horrible texters and what it means to people? <laughs> no, it's not just that shit. Um, Trey, we, yes, uh, we it have is. a, a lot of... Food. Well, it's at Trey too, but not just Trey. So, uh, we have other friends um, who say that I'm horrible at texting back. Like, you got to call me. Yeah. Then we I have friends who don't like talking on the phone at all. Yeah. But when we, we're in person, you know, it's, it's cool. Everything's the same. Nothing's changed. But some people feel slighted or something or some kind of way when you texting somebody and they don't text back y'all and um when um you call somebody and they don't call you back and you know some people are like why won't you text me or you don't call me or if i don't if you don't text me or call me as much it's not like an issue but it's like something mm. there yeah what do y'all think about that because i'm a texter and a caller yeah <laughs> and a, a talker as y'all can see <laughs> <laughs> Well, I just went through a situation similar to this where I had to address a person who wasn't necessarily texting me back, like how I would like them to. But I don't know. People communicate differently. So. Point game. So some people don't like to text. Perception. Like, or sometimes, like for me personally, um, I see messages while I'm at work and I don't get a chance to message and then I just forget about it. So when somebody tells you that, uh, you, I mean, if it's, it, again, people communicate differently, but if your mm-hmm. friend is telling you that, like, hey, I want you to start texting me back. I text you, you need to text me back. It, I'm telling you this is bothering me. You can say, well, I'm telling you this is not what I do. So mm-hmm. either there's going to be a problem or a compromise or it is what it is, agree to disagree. Yeah. Well, I know for me personally that, like, whenever I'm texting, I, I, when I text back right away as I can see my phone stay in my hand as always but like I do occasionally get busy at work and then I'm stuck in group chats at the time that I have on do not disturb so I don't always get the messages and then by the time I do read them it's like always too late or something. Mm. well maybe I should start putting my shit on do not disturb 
So I will keep. So you mean to tell me so your stuff we, so is I, not on Do Not Disturb, no, no, and you no, still no. don't say anything? <laughs> so you get all of the messages. Most, wow. of, the, most, wow. of, the most of the time. Most of the time. You just be reading them and don't respond. He be reading them and don't respond. You know what? Whatever. Facts. Facts are facts. Take me the fuck out of here. Here you go. Oh! Well, you know what? Like, I'm going to say, you know, in, like, if you got iPhones, if you're in a group with iPhones, you can leave the conversation. Oh, I will leave right now. Oh. You, you can't leave OG5, Jack. Yes, I can. No, you can't. It's that damn simple. No. Why, why would you want to leave, though? Because we call you out on your shit? You here to call me out on my shit. I see it most of the time. I'm at work, and then I also have you respond. So I'm guaranteed if, you, if, if something is going down, it's going to be known immediately after I get off work. That's also a reason why I don't respond. Not just because I'm like, oh, shit, don't want to talk to Nikki today. Oh, shit. Thomas is getting on my motherfucking nerves. That well, ain't me. Well, that might be for group text, but, you know, based know. on the receipts that Tom showed, you didn't respond to me. <laughs> so. Well, in Trey's defense, I don't ever just text Trey, like, ever. Just to text Trey. <laughs> well, why not? <laughs> I mean. <laughs> are y'all friends? We are friends. <laughs> I in love Trey. No. In a group. That's it. No, it's not. Trey is my friend. No, I'm, I'm just like. And, like, we don't. Yeah, we don't. <laughs> Trey is my friend. I love Trey. Trey, I will text That's you more if you want me to. So you can leave me on Reddit more often. Don't fucking touch me. I see you when I see you. How about that? Oh, no. Ooh. My goodness. Like I said, I'm a texter and a caller, bro. So that's just Since me. everybody going to call from there. No, you just a talker, period. You don't know to shut up. <laughs> and on and, and a talker. Yes, I am. On or off the phone, James don't know when the fuck to shut the fuck up. Oh, I have a lot to say until my dying talking. day. Yes, and motor mouth. <laughs> motor mouth. It's consistent as the fucking motor. It goes off. It don't run on gas. It runs on electric. Just for waking up. Oh, my gosh. Anywho. <laughs> my bitches want to come for me. Right, check your thighs at the door, bitch. No, actually, check your thighs in the mirror and I'm done. So. I don't, okay. I don't get that. Checking thighs? America's Act Tomato. Oh, oh, okay. I didn't watch it. But you didn't watch America's Next Top Model? I did not watch it. I feel like you're lying, but okay. Okay. Anyway. Everybody watched America's Next Top Model. I watched it I like think. before, but I didn't watch it once somebody was saying check your thighs. I only watched it, been watching it all 32, 22 cycles, however long the cycles are. Come on. Because Come of, through, of, of James. Oh, I thought you was about to say because you watched it. No. You know, he, yeah, he loved having. That's a lot. We got one television, and I sit here eight hours with you, <laughs> watching the same bullshit over and over and over again. I watched season one of, of RuPaul's Drag Race fifty thousand times before we ever get to season five. Now that's a lie. Ain't nobody watching that first filter season. <laughs> right. He gonna sit up here telling these lies. Clear that my name. First season, if it ain't nobody watching that season but one time. Clear my name. Don't sit here tell those lies. He said, "You better not lie." Tell those lies, air slander. No, it ain't a lie. We might have been watching the last few seasons. Um, over um, and over and over and over and goddamn over and over again. <laughs> and when American Next Time Model was on Hulu, over and 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 over. While the current season is on and it comes on Tuesday at 9 o'clock, I'm watching that shit over and over and over and over and over. <laughs> oh my gosh. As well as the history. That's oh how That's the fuck you be knowing them girls' names. Yes. I'm like, I don't yes. know that bitch name. Or quoting all this shit. Right. And then meeting up on Thursday karaoke. I know because I know it. And then meeting. 
just and then meeting up on Thursday nights at karaoke talking about Thomas. Did you watch? Uh, did you watch America's Next Top Model? You remember what's her name for season four? Like uh, the gag. Oh. I'm gonna say literally James and I can have an entire conversation like about this shit. That right. I don't and it feels like it, it feels like a different language to y'all. Yeah. I know because like when it comes to America's Next Top Model or um, Real Housewives or even fucking Love and Hip Hop, James and I was on the fuck out. Tune y'all the fuck out. <laughs> and I'm sorry if y'all don't catch our references all the time. We just so happen to know oh, that's that shit. Fine. That's do you, fine. Do you, do you y'all out. just pop culture Barely. gurus? Is it fine? Barely. We know everything. Right. We pick and choose, and that's fine. That's fine. That's our gig. Oh, my goodness. I don't know. James and Trey, y'all did uh, Columbus Gay Pride. Yes, we did. Uh, Back to our roots. Back to our roots. So that was like for uh, LGBT of color? Yes. People of color. Okay. Cool. How was that? Heard y'all got some uh, fans, some new friends, and we got some new followers and new listeners. So go ahead, tell them. Um, what up with that? It was it was excellent, actually. Well, it was an inspiring event. Uh, even though it was an event for people of color, there was mainly white people of Caucasian, European people. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Anglo-Saxon. <laughs> Anglo-Saxon people. But they may be they may be black in the inside. Sure, you got some white folks who feel black in the inside. All right. Uh, but allegedly. No, allegedly. But uh, no, no shade to our Caucasian friends. We love you all. But um, do you? No, it was... You know, don't come for them. That's why I come for you. You want another... Uh, just for this, just be ready. Just <laughs> <laughs> no, it was great. It was powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a bunch of people respond to us. Um, we actually had rushed. The people rushed the stage after uh, we got done performing, uh, wanting to take pictures and all the other stuff. And there was this guy. His name is... Oh, I shouldn't probably say his name. but uh, Anywho, there was this 23-year-old boy there who was with his mom. His mom, it was his first pride with Aww. his mother. With his mother. His mother that didn't, didn't want to yeah. leave his side at Pride. So when we got up and sang, you know, I sang Stand By Me. And as soon as the song started, she lost her shiznit. <laughs> she was like waving her hands, grabbing her son, waving his hands. She was just like emotional, crying, you know. Cause, and we had a conversation with him after the performance. He told us, you know, this is her first Pride. And, you know, she has, you know, she didn't, she had these perceptions of what, you know, gay life is and um the 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 experience was just mm. like amazing for her mm-hmm. so she was like she walked up to us and she just thanked us so much well, he thanked us too because you know i mean it's in the end it's going to make his life easier because now mm-hmm. his mom is going to understand like you know mm-hmm. those things from your generation that you were taught about this specific group of people isn't mm-hmm. true like you you know yeah. so it was inspiring we had a bunch of people. There was this other guy who came, like, he was out of breath. He was bigger, a bigger white guy. He came across the bushes. He was like, oh, my God. Hey, you guys. <sighs> hey, you guys. Hey, you guys. And me and James were cracking up. Like, it was hilarious. He was like, I just wanted to say that you guys were amazing. Like, thank you so much. Like, and it was, it was just hysterical because, like, he came, he was like Jack Black coming through the bushes, like, oh, Panda. my God. <laughs> I but, listen, it was hilarious, but, um, yeah, I mean, we, it was about, like, 300 people there, 
and uh, we performed to them all, and they were living for us. Um, but overall, it was a great experience. It's cool. It was. I'm excited. I was just so happy to inspire a lot of people, you know, mm -hmm. through uh, vocal and song. Well, speaking yeah. of inspiration and like first prize, like I had this one co coworker or whatever, and she told me this story about like how her dad came out and um, he asked her like to help him get ready for his first prize because he was like real nervous about it and stuff, and she helped him out. So what was it? Um, so her dad? Yeah, her dad came out. So, her dad. Yeah, her dad. Her father. Her father. Wow. Yeah, so I like after I can't imagine my dad telling after me after years of being married and everything like that. Um, just wow. finally decided that it was his time to come out and live his truth. Ooh. And so he asked Courage. her, yeah, he asked her to help him get ready for his first pride. And so she got his outfit together, like mm -hmm. took pictures of him. That's real dope. Like when your family comes around and they understand who you are yeah. and support you no matter what. That is, that is pretty cool. Yeah. That is crazy how much like <clears throat> a perception of something can alter your whole outlook on certain things. Yeah. Yeah. Because I know for me, like, coming out or whatever, like, first thing my family, like, asked if, if I was going to start wearing makeup and wearing dresses and all kinds of other stuff because that's their perception of gay men, apparently. I'm just like, well, some gay men do do that stuff, but I'm not one who does. So. Yeah. Well, I wonder, like, where those sort of things come from and where do they stem from? Like, and I wonder if that's, like, what we were talking about last time when we were talking about, like, the type of gay you're attracted to. Because I'm still, I feel like I'm still coming out. It's crazy when I notice things. I feel like, even recently, I was, something happened to me and I was just thinking, I was like, I can't believe I'm still thinking about stuff like this. Yeah. And it, like, it, like, hit me hard, too. I was like... I feel like I'm still coming out of the closet and I'm still getting to know myself and then I realize, you know, I plan to live a long life in that this this is life. This is how life is. Nothing is about to start changing. I'm not going to start, like, walking on air. This it ain't life. changing over here. This is what things... This is how I'm going to have to deal with, like, for the rest of my life. And you're going to continue to evolve and change as a person. So then when you get to assess yourself... And you like kind kind of evolve, and then you get to see the person you once were. It's like sometimes it can be damaging, and then some sometimes it can be devastating, and other times it can be great for you. Mm -hmm. When you're going through some of the things we go through because of what we dealt with with our sexuality or being minorities, um, when you realize it, it can break you and keep you broken. Even when you're trying, even though you're trying to progress, it. It's like just holding you down, mm. but um, and I don't know. I get to rambling, but um, <laughs> I know I felt that way about embracing my femininity for a long time. Mm. So that's why when you were saying that, I was like, well, that's what when you. I'm like, I hear it the same way as if we were hit to hear from somebody who wasn't yeah. gay. So and I, I want you to um, because you said you was like, well, I, maybe you said maybe that comes from you know how you felt about it in the past or what other people thought. I can't yeah. exactly remember. Oh, oh, yeah. You just saying like how I said I'm attracted to what I perceive right. as a man. And when I say man, like, I just think of the stereotypical, like, masculine characteristic in a man. That's the type of man that I'm attracted to. Just because a guy is feminine, 
doesn't necessarily mean he's any less of a man. Mm-hmm. That's not fair. We all have penises. Clearly, we are men. Some bigger <laughs> than others. <laughs> Some are bigger than others. Oh. And so, um, that's not a dig. I didn't mean it as a, like, well, these type of people are lesser of a man than these type of people. Because, like, no, yeah, because there are like people. Um, Dig size. Yeah. What? <laughs> I said we're gonna have to talk about dick size one Back time on an episode because it is such a stigma in society. It's like uh, if a man has a lower penis size and he ain't got this big BBC that everybody's <laughs> hyper uh, excited about Damn. all the damn time, then his in, he's immediately insecure because society says you he's a little a, dick nigga. I mean, there you are know. there are people I just, out there that appreciate that. a smaller penis, you know. So, but I, most most people are glorifying I mean, because some people think the, the bigger the better. I mean, to each its own. To each its own. I that's mean, all I'm gonna say. All I'm saying. I mean, that's that's a topic for different for later. <laughs> we ain't even gonna go there. I just <laughs> have to you. say that. Right. But anyway, <laughs> what were we saying? Speaking of dick is on my mind. <laughs> right. I'm like, uh, what were we talking about? Dick is always on my mind. But uh, anywho, <laughs> but like I was saying before, like I don't think that like. How you, however you are as a person, your personality as a man, like that doesn't take away from who you are. What I was saying and what I meant behind that is just those are those type of men who are more feminine. I'm not attracted to them that way. Yeah, yeah, it's okay to have a preference, but like when you said it to me, it was like when people were like, "Oh, that shit gay." What's gay? What's gay? Well, some shit can't be gay. Right. Yeah. But now when they're talking about that was stupid or that yeah. was um yeah. Uh, uh, you know. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Of, uh, of course. Of course. Uh, what do you mean by that? Yeah. No, you said it, but you said it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean I did say it and I don't want to like belabor this point or anything like that, but I get how that can be offensive or misconstrued in a sense and by no way was that my intent. All I was doing was just saying the type of guy, just like how somebody else would dream up like their dream girl to be courageous and super flirty and likes makeup, and blah blah blah. It's just you know what I was thinking about. I was thinking about like the type of girl I was uh, like I'm attracted to, and I'm like I don't want to. I say I'm attracted to pretty girls, like pretty pretty girls, mm-hmm. and it's like what is a pretty pretty girl? And then, mm-hmm. when I was thinking about, it, I'm like I can't say that because. I think women are beautiful in so many different aspects. And when you, and I can't, I don't want to put a label on. Oh well, pretty pretty girl is a girl who looks like this. Her skin is smooth. Her yeah. hair is yeah. long. Because that she sounds has a like smile. You want the light skin, big butt, blah 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 blah. And I got hit hard with like a label, like the labeling thing when we were at Pride, and I was speaking with one of um, the um, organiz- organizers there. And I referred to them as she, and she, and then they said, actually, um, don't go by, use any labels, you know, like, mm-hmm. then told me, like, them, they, she's there. And, um, their, pro- them pronouns. And I felt so bad, but I know they have to do that all the time. Mm-hmm. And it made me think, I'm like, I wonder how it feels to always have to do that. Yeah. And then I'm, then it made me think, understand like the no labels i'm like when they said their name i should have just addressed them as um their their name well and that's the thing with our community is that there are so many labels there are so many 
ways to describe or define people within our community that like you know, you have to walk on eggshells, it seems, almost. Well, that's how I felt when she said it. I told him. I had a See, discussion again, with James. When they said it. And it's unconscious to us. And it's unconscious. I mean, because and if I see a person who looks like a woman, then I'm going to automatically think she. If I well, see a person. That's, that's the problem. I right. said, well, if you were to go out into society uh, now, based off your features and what you look like, they're going to already put you in male or female category. You mm. know what I'm saying? I'm not going to say... How are you, they? How how are you know? I'm not. That's gonna... not how are you, they. You don't say how are you, she or how are you, he. It's just how are you. Okay, well, but you, like you understand what I'm trying to yeah. say. Yeah. Like you don't you identify them as what what they are. You know. No. You would say like Nikki. I would automatically say, oh, did you see Nikki dress? Her dress are beautiful. Now I wouldn't say. Their dress, dress are, are beautiful. Yeah. yeah. So you can just say, I'll or you say, can just say, just say Nikki's dress, dress are beautiful. Just say her name. Just don't yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, I, but no, I, I'm not against what you're saying. I just thank you. All right. Sorry. Go ahead. So you couldn't even say like, <laughs> was that the so right pronoun? So you couldn't even say like, did you see her? Like yeah. that doesn't that did doesn't exist. That? Did you see them? And there's no. I don't think there's a problem with that. Well, I don't think there's a problem with that. I just think that you know, it's gonna take work to get society to think that way. Mm-hmm. You know, and you're going to have to consistently identify or say what she said to us because yeah. nobody's like, mm-hmm. they're not going out of their way to do that. Right. You know, Just like, I don't know, like gay men, how like sometimes we have to go out of our way to prove to people that we are still men. Right. Mm-hmm. right. So, so I get it. Oh, it all comes out to... But I'm saying like, I mean, with that topic, I mean, that's definitely something we should probably have a conversation about future we can have gays episodes mm-hmm. and maybe have a guest on so they can clarify for us yeah. uh, what exactly because <clears throat> I mean, we need to be educated and in that moment I said to my other friend I said you know even being a part of community this is James went to the car and I said this to her I said even being a part of a community I still am being educated yeah. while being a part of the community because I have no idea you know my perception of what is the community is is yeah. very limited okay. to my gay lifestyle. You, yeah. Know? Yeah. you know, I don't know. Once again, because I, I, I don't know. It's like as you, we keep going on in this um, process, I'm still learning. Like different, like prides are always interesting to me. You see different types of people. There were people at Pride who were uh, their pe- facial features looked like men, but they were shirtless with titties. Mm-hmm. You know. So it was like, and it was natural. It was like, and there was one of our friends who were like asking question, like, you know, how is it walking out here like that? You know, like there's titties out and the cops don't like, you know, it's almost like nudity. But I told him, I said, well, I guess I can see where he's coming from. Because, I like mean, to me, I'm more comfortable women, with women's like features are so. Other people are, or even Trey might be. Because I'm not saying that I, I want girls to just walk around without shirts if um, they don't want to, so like I can see their titties. Yeah. But um, I think, I, like, I think, uh, like, to me, the private part is really, like, your genitals in the front. Those are the parts that I think should be covered, like, you know. In, they, I, what it does, what that creates is, is called cognitive dissonance. Because we, we're, it's ingrained in our minds that we, it's okay for guys to walk around with yourself. But girls can't, told, like, that's, show that's their That's what titties. I told him. And so, like, they do up until for, a certain age when they're young. That's what yeah. I told him. And, so, I, and I told the guy, I said, well, he might be. He or she might be transitioning. Probably identifies as a man, mm-hmm. but just has titties. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. and wants to be shirtless like like any man would. And yeah, I tell him that, yeah. you know. But his breasts but, are women's breasts. But if you so see a man with just a, shirtless. Well, a man with male facial features, a beard and everything, and got boobs, that doesn't automatically make sense in people's minds. And that's not to be offensive or anything, but it's or just, they it, might not identify as male still. Yeah, or they might not, or or they might not. I have, no, I have not. no idea. I have no. I didn't ask that person. I was just giving my perception. But yeah, it's just <laughs> um, it would be weird as hell seeing a man with a full beard and he got titties. I mean, I, I see big guys walk around like that all the time. I don't that's, know why y'all so surprised. That's what I'm no, saying. I'm, talk, I'm, I'm talking about like voluptuous <laughs> boobies like that. yours, like can baby. Oh no, I'm, I'm, like yeah. I mean, because I got male boobs too, well, but I they mean, ain't like titties. Titties. This right? was a, this was a homosexual man who was helping us at our tent. You know, and he just was curious. Like, yeah. He had no idea. Like, and then, what, like, what I was mean, happening? The thing to, uh, or was it a heterosexual man? Did I say homosexual? Yeah, you told Sorry. Me. Heterosexual man. Oh, okay. My bad. Oh. But I was going to say, like, yeah, we're, um, the four of us are in the LGBT community or whatever, but we're also from, you know, Midwest, small town Ohio, and we don't see a lot of different things, out-of-the-box things, um, any, you know, not trying to be offensive, but, you know, we live in a small area, and, um, even when we go to, you know, Cleveland or Pittsburgh or wherever, we experience things that we don't experience just an hour back home. Sure. So. Yeah, true, because, like, for us, it's either gay, straight, or you're bi. It's like, yeah, or, or some people are demisexual. <laughs> some people are pansexual. Some know, people are trisexual. Some yeah. people are. I got introduced to that stuff at, around oh. Trey's age from hanging out with um, some of the people I like. I told y'all I used to be with, mm-hmm. and going to balls. Like I've been to balls, yeah. and when I first went there, I felt so straight or what you know. I was like, oh my god. Like, okay, I'm gay, but I'm gay. I, I was like, whoa. <laughs> I thought, I, like, I thought I was the most. Feminine a man could get because I was like the most feminine dude I had ever I had ever met. Mm-hmm. Besides seeing some other guys kind of like me, so I didn't know we could take it further. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, well, this is a complete. matter of fact. When we were at Pride, there was um, a drag queen there, and we hung out back in the day when I was not um, comfortable in my skin. Mm-hmm. And um, they said they were like, you know what? I just want to take a moment to appreciate this. You and this whole acceptance of your femininity, because we all know how you used to be. I was like, "Well, we ain't gonna go there, okay?" <laughs> but it was like, uh, like it was something for me to think about again. I was like, "Yeah, it's crazy," and I'm closer to thirty than I am twenty, and I still find myself <laughs> um, having to deal with things like that, and or realizing that I'm going through different changes now. And sometimes it's sad. I'm like, I, I have not even been living my life for me and then I start to feel I'm like I'm finally doing whatever I want to and I'm happy and I could have been earlier in life but I was just so worried so when I see other people like that I just want to give them the message mm-hmm. and I try to do that with my my personality you know and, and my love for performing mm-hmm. because I know how it made me feel I'm not saying everybody felt like me but for us to go through things like that, and it's not just about being it, anything under a label. It's about like kind of being unhappy with yourself for a reason, for um from especially what others think of you, 
or just not having more self-love for yourself. So I just try to give a little bit of love or just a little encouragement all the time for people to just know, like, hey, just love yourself a little bit better. Or, you know, the bad times are okay. They come with the good times. You stay in the hand. But it's crazy how, that's why I think women are, or I can say stronger because mentally, they have had to deal with so much more maybe than we have physically. And I know that mentally you can destroy yourself and, and destroy your life mentally from something that just might be in your mind that you made up. And you know, we don't deal with things like that in our households. We don't. We don't. And like, I think that's why a lot of stuff, uh, mainly in like black homes when it comes to people of the LGBT community get swept under the rug while there aren't that many conversations around um, sexuality or identities or anything like that. So like I can see like I don't know, I'm just saying like little boys growing up I and mean, who even tell our gay as for like and like they may switch from to the fun beginning. Right, from the fun right. beginning. They may switch a little harder. They may do all of this and be coming back like like they exhibit feminine qualities early and I see a lot of people correct that because like they're more so afraid of like how that child is gonna be perceived by people, by their peers. Mm-hmm. So they're automatically oh, afraid. Yeah. Yeah. And then that's when you're taught that it's wrong and it's just in you. Yeah. That it's wrong. I'm saying, you know, as black people, we don't like to come off weak. There's not the worst, I think. And they will probably think that, like, okay, well, now my child is liable to criticism or right. like, I have to make him stronger. So Especially people don't talk men, about him. For, yeah. like, um, young black boys. I mean, because you're already black. And you're going to be gay, too? Like, yeah. And they came from the, the AIDS era. Sure. They didn't come from the. Um, era before then where the, it was um, discrimination in color mm-hmm. also but the AIDS era was uh, um, I mean yeah. di- oh, disastrous there's no words right. and I feel like I keep talking about this so hard because I'm I'm really unhappy with the fact that I had to live with that and, and because I'm dealing with like some things again right now mm-hmm. and Trey is dealing with like things right now I'm like I want to be more vocal about it now and just share well, like and, what? And like just, just being, uh, I mean, comfortable in your own skin. I mean, me and James consistently have arguments, even currently, about us as performers. My idea of myself as a performer. I'm in like a, a tough area in my life right now where I'm trying to find myself uh, and identify who I am, my own identity as an artist, but as an individual in a massive swarm of people that, from my perception, again, has found themselves. Or is comfortable in our sin. Meanwhile, I'm like doing it again also. You know, but maybe going through these differences and these challenges themselves. But we don't, we don't talk about it. You know, it's, it's hard for me to even talk about it because it's, I'm almost shameful of it. What? I don't shameful. think you should be, you're shameful because you're trying to figure out who you are. Well, I'm, I'm just shameful of the fact that I don't know who I am already. I think... I guess that's the point. I mean, like, you definitely know who you are to an extent, and I feel like everybody in every part of your life, that's from good. being a baby to being yeah. 90 years old, you're constantly figuring out parts of yourself. You're constantly learning things about yourself. I don't think anyone's ever done 
knowing who they are completely right. ever in life. And um, that's something that I realized in my early 20s because I thought, like, okay, I need to figure out who I am. And then once I figure it out, then everything will be perfect. Magically falling in place. Yeah. And well, then they, I, well, like... It, it, honestly, like, I mean, it's definitely set up that way. Or people talk about it that way. Like, right. Like, know who you are. You need to know who you are. Well, mm-hmm. they don't... They're saying, know who you are right now. Because yeah. you're going to know who you... You're, that's going to change. Like, that's not the message. <laughs> yeah. The message is know who you are now. Mm-hmm. So you feel this ultimate pressure to figure it out right mm-hmm. now. It's and then not once like you figure it out. It's like cool, 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 <laughs> and it's that way for a little bit, and then time <laughs> starts to change. And like some oh, shit happens. but that's okay. not ever talked about. That that second process is that I thought I knew who I was. Where they get you there? I thought I knew who I was three years ago before I came out. I was mm-hmm. in the church. I knew exactly what I was gonna do. I was dedicated to changing the world through mm-hmm. the Word of God. You know, I was powerful. I believe that. I believe that. Hallelujah. I did. Because that's who you were at that time. That was who I was at the time. I believed yeah. it wholeheartedly. It, it became my passion. Mm-hmm. Then I come to theater realm. I'm introduced to the theater realm, trying to escape that that lifestyle, you know, and discover a new part of myself, uh, me as a performer. Like, I love this stuff. Like, I love being able to give the audience this, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I also found that I could challenge myself in new ways vocally that, that I never got the chance to do singing in a gospel choir, mm-hmm. you know? So it was interesting. So that was a new challenge. And now I'm in this area in my life where I'm like, okay, now I didn't conquer the theater world in some sense, at least the community theater aspect of it, you know, where roles are now being given to me, you know, or I'm being asked to fill roles, you know, which I, I love, you know, I, I appreciate it. But uh, it's a challenge. It's a challenge to, you know, figure yourself out in that whole atmosphere, and then to be with an individual like James, who seems to, from my perception, has it all figured out. And people love his bubbly personality. They love him. They look at him like, you know, and I'm like, oh my God, like, I'm trying to find my identity in that whole swarm of mess. So I'm like, okay, yeah. To me, sometimes I could feel like uh, an accessory to the big personality trying to find myself in that swarm as an artist, as a person, you know. Mm-hmm. And I know when you had your relationship with, you know, whoever, mm-hmm. we're not going to know no names, you know. <laughs> you, We talked about, me and you had a heart-to-heart about, you know, how you get lost in the individual's, you know, Shadow. Well, we're not bringing in cake You know, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> you know, you know. And I feel like I feel like I feel like that also has to do with me not texting back in the group. That that that's that's an attribute of it. You know, it's like okay, well, James said it. Okay, well, that's what it is. You know, well, you have to. I just want you to know. You got to try to find your own. You know, your I own view voice. you as a you your own person. You're your own person. Mm-hmm. Travell uh, Smith is Travell Smith and nobody else. Right. So, um, <laughs> Burn Smith, excuse me, he's not married yet. Right. <laughs> shut the fuck up. Just shut up. Okay. You know, and, and, I and mean, so like, I'm really, I'm really, this is like a total vulnerable place to me because no, this seriously. is released to people all the way across the world in Japan, South Africa. Because we're international. Because we're international, oh, bitches. Bitch, bitch, and more bitch. Or even so, the people at Youngstown who do this and, you know, and who know me, it's no. very feel for because I don't want them to, you know, know this, know this much. You're, we're so 
afraid to allow people in and be vulnerable mm-hmm. and let them know so much it's about our personal lives. Being life. vulnerable is but a great thing because there that's are people part of who that, you are, are. that are going through stuff similar to, to what you're going through. And hopefully, you know, they don't feel as alone. Yeah. Okay, don't say that song. Oh my gosh, please. Anywho, so like like I said, so like I think of anybody like who's in a relationship with somebody with a larger than life personality. And like it's so easy to get swallowed up in that and to feel like But I also too feel like, like I have a larger than life personality. Then bring that personality out. Show them I, that I Trey do. is in the room. I do feel I yeah. do feel like and that. You do. And like I do feel like I have a great personality. I also you feel do. like as much as because James always talk about, you know, I love people. I just want to spread love. I'm like, I give the best fucking hugs ever. Duh, like, bitch. Yes. I, want, I want to like spread love I, too. I second See, that. Nikki knows. Like, I second that. I'm Trey, just saying, yeah, like, Trey I want to be warming. I'm like, also warming to people. But you know, you know like, but I don't want to be like feel you, like I have to compete or you even. Are, you why don't. Do you feel like you're, like you're, I don't want to have to feel like that. Why just, do you feel like that? Just, just for my voice to be heard. Or to be recognized. You Everybody wants to be you're seen. That way. Everybody wants to and be that's seen. That's what we have to try to figure out is why we're feeling that way, and then we have to deal with it from that point. We gotta understand it Almost. to get, you know, to under to solve it yeah. or find a solution. And not to tell you who you are, but just from what I receive from you, mm-hmm. like your of perception, course, my of perception of saying we should do this afterwards. Give our perception, <laughs> right. the perception, or even my perception of <laughs> what's going yeah. on. You know, yeah. it may not even be that at all. Right. You know, so like. Of course, like, James, you can hear him a mile away. But, like, you, like, you're... That's no shade, bitch. You know you loud as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and you know you like to be seen. And, and you know her. you like to be seen and hurt. And, like, I don't think and that he... ain't seen no, her... That he Listen, wants to be seen. He, he if he is ain't seen her, he has. He has. That is not perception. <laughs> I live with this motherfucker 365 days a year. Yeah. I have had the most arguments with him. <laughs> if he has not seen or heard, it is a problem. Seen or heard We'll get to you in a moment. I'm not having to go ahead. See, like, right now, I'm trying to tell Trey about himself. But anywho, Trey, like, how I perceive you is to, like, you don't need to be at a level 100 all the time. Like, you come in and your presence speaks for itself. Like, you're always so mature. You're always so, like, genuine. And you get your, your straight shooter and everything like that. And I don't think that, like, it's necessarily anything that you need to compete with. With James, because mm-hmm. like I said, when you walk in a room, your talent speaks for itself, you speak for yourself, like your personality speaks for itself, like who you are as a person, like you have your own presence. Mm-hmm. And when you're not there, your presence is definitely missed. And like, I think that if you're in a relationship with somebody who, like, there's no way that like I can be in a relationship with like two Tamars, like, you know what I mean? Right. Like, two people with Jesus. big personality, because then it's always a competition. Or even, like, it you know, Nikki always right. talked about, you know, I remember Nikki said, like, I can't be in a relationship with uh, another singer, you know? Mm. It has to be a piano player. They gotta or be a like, piano player. They yeah, can't be a performer like, like yeah. me. Because you find yourself doing that. And it's almost like, it's like natural com- yeah, competitiveness, it's a you know? I gotta do this, like, I gotta do that. You know, just, but yeah. you wanna be a unit, yeah. you know? And I, I was telling James this earlier, I was like, you know, the hardest thing about being a musician, and even when you want to be a duo together, you know, mm-hmm. like Destiny's Child, like, or fucking TLC, or, or Escape, a all, all of these groups, there's always, <laughs> exactly, there's always this There's nobody want to be in that situation. There's okay. always, and I don't mean it's like negatively, but there's there's always the front runner, the person who is like, you know, demanding. But you all, got the voice, Curtis. All the attention, you know, that type of deal. 
Right. He has what I want the most. I mm-hmm. love to sing the most, mm-hmm. but he has a better voice. I will. I want the better voice, but I'm okay with him having like because I have the voice now, and that's how he <laughs> don't see it. Oh, and, I, mean, and I'm I, like, de- I definitely I, do see I that. Yeah. It makes him doubt himself, and I don't mm-hmm. want him to doubt himself because of. And you are a great this 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 is just this is just perception. Like I have, I I love a lot of people say like my friends. Y'all say I'm the voice. I didn't name myself the voice. Now everybody, (laughs) let me let me let me correct myself. Said the voice. Can I correct myself? (laughs) I said that I was the voice of Living Legend at Hairspray Audition, and bitches have been just rolling with it. And guess what? What have you been called ever since you said that? The voice. You said that. You said that. Calling out your lines like the thirty first of February. You did that. You did that. You said I am the voice. I did. And guess what? We all call you the voice. Nobody gave you that name. But anywho, having the voice is like sometimes you get you get this. I just feel like that's all I have to offer is a good sound, and so I'm trying to just figure out like how else can I make that you know better. But this is just going back to the perception versus reality because everybody else it sees something completely different than what I'm thinking in my head, mm-hmm. you know, about my own tone. And I'm learning now that I'm not as in love with my vocal voice. Yeah. You know, as me singing yeah. the way I thought I was. Yeah. You know, people. Oh, the church loved me when I was yeah. when I was singing. You know, because I was a ten, twelve year old boy who had a great resonance of voice and control it. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. some kids can't do that. It's like right. Whitney Houston was in the church and they just fell for her. You know, as a young artist. You know, yeah. it's the same way. And then when you get outside of that and you're trying to develop yourself as an artist, you know, you're just in a swarm full of people who are also talented. You know. And then in your own mind, if you're not as confident in your ability as some people around you, you start to uh, compare yourself to them because so, then they become competition, you know. And I need so, No to, matter what type of artist it is, if you're an R&B artist and there's another girl that's an R&B artist, you know, you're going to be like, compare you. this bitch, okay, she, she coming for me, oh no, let me get up here and have to slay. It's that type of deal, you know. Yeah. But I just need you to know that you are more than your voice, and you contribute a lot more to this group than just your voice. I mean, because I don't know anybody who is just friends with somebody just because they can sing, and we're not just and we're not friends with you just because you're with James. I mean, because if that was the case, then you wouldn't be in the group chat at all. <laughs> so like, so but, like, let me let me go on the group chat. So like, I <laughs> know, and I don't mean not to like say it like any kind of way, no, but no, I'm just no, saying that like. You are your own person. Mm. We love and value you because guess what? If we know somebody who's going to give it to you straight, that's straight. Mm. If we know somebody who's going to keep you laughing, that's straight. If we know somebody that's going to give you the best hug ever, that's straight. Like, you have other qualities. And, like, there are things that people love about you and people naturally gravitate towards you. And, like, in another sense, not just because you can sing, but just because that's who you are. Like, you have a, a genuine heart. Yeah, I mean, like, when I when I first met you and got to know you, I thought you were a really cool person. And then when I heard you sing, it was just, like, the cherry on top. Because you already were just, like, this great dessert. <laughs> and then hearing that voice was just, like, a little bloop. Oh, you can say it too? I was a blondie yeah. Sunday. I guess you were. Sure. <laughs> blondie Sunday with this caramel skin and, and, and white vanilla ice cream on top. When I first met you, I mean, you just seemed like real excited, like to meet people and like was real outgoing. And then of course it was like when we heard because it was like, damn, shit. Well, now this dude is like awesome. And so yeah, and so like, 
I think that like when you say that you're still finding yourself or you need to find yourself, I think that you need to dig deep and find what it is that you like most about yourself outside of performing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So who are you outside of that? Who are you outside of James? Who are you outside of anything that's not true and organic to Trey? And I think that's like that's probably what you're dealing with a lot of with right now. And if I'm wrong, please correct me. But um and so like speak young. Yeah. So like I think that's what you need to do. That's what you need to take some time soul searching and digging deep. Who are you outside of James? Who are you outside of performing? Cause I know who you are who you are to me at least. Preach. Yeah. Say no. <laughs> preach. Like, Perception versus the reality. Honey. Versus reality. And like, mm-hmm. and it, it's crazy. And just like, because I know like, not necessarily in this friend group, but in another friend group, they always painted me as the passive one because I was indecisive or I wasn't always vocal about my thoughts and feelings and everything mm-hmm. like that. And it's just, I'm, I'm more of an internal person. I'd rather work through things in my own head before I ever do anything. And of course, don't ever call on me to pick anywhere or do anything because I'm just not going to be able to choose. It's just, it's part of my personality. And so whenever they would call me passive, it made me feel like they were taking a dig at me. Like I can't stand up for myself, that I'm weak or that I never speak my mind and opinion. So then I just started being me. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> so, I, I feel like that's, I feel like that's the epitome of how I feel partially. Because I, I keep getting called, like, I'm just super, I'm super aggressive. I'm always lashing out, that type of deal. Or I'm dealing with uh, certain situations like that or being accused of those things. Or I don't want to be around certain people or this and that, you know. I, I don't, I just hate that. I hate that feeling. Because in the inside, I don't believe that about myself. But I right, feel like, it's, because it's, I feel like it's a cloak that people have been like, this is what I see when you, or this is what you do, or this is how you make me feel. And, and I'm just like, okay. And they just threw that bitch on me like Harry Potter and the Invisible Cloak. That thing was that was over him. Have y'all seen that? And he was Hell invisible. No. Okay, well, anywho, for all y'all who do know, that's how I felt like it was a it was a blanket that made him invisible. I feel like that's what it is. You know, it's this cloak that made me invisible, and now I'm just like, okay, uh, I can see y'all, but I'm trying to look. I'm looking around for, you know, that's that's how it is. You know, you do become very mean once people force these perceptions to, like, force on like, you. Yeah, you know. And like I said, because like to them... James used to tell me all the time when we first got into a relationship. He was like, you need to start speaking up. He would say it just like that. You need to start speaking up. Start speaking up for yourself and stuff like yeah. that. And I'm like... Or just say, I don't want to touch I, out my fuckers back. <laughs> I'm just like, well, you know, I feel like I say this, then people going to think about me this way. And I'm like, I don't want to say it. I would rather keep my mouth closed. Mm. And now I'm just like, you know, I'm kind of between, you know... Uh, my boyfriend just told me, she was like, you know, speak your mind. I don't care what it is. I don't, don't care about nobody's feelings. Fuck their feelings, you know. It's, no, it's, basically, it's basically what she told me. I'm like, but I don't, I try to, like, be aware of that, you know. Uh, you just can't be running around telling people their truths about them, though. That's true. Especially when they nasty. Right. <laughs> you might get into that, so that's when I'm like, okay, don't speak, you don't need to speak that. No, I'm about to say, now yeah, when I, mean, I ask, I ask because I'm looking for it. You know what I mean? <laughs> but don't change that channel. I wish that like I could be more of a straight shooter sometimes. And I'm just getting to a point in my life now where I'm confident enough now 
that I have opinions and I have thoughts and everything that I feel are worthy and I have a standard of how I refuse to be treated. And the most like mm-hmm. and like most of you at this table, I woke up with the same thoughts. So I've been there, I'm like, oh excuse me to my dad and yeah. Shit, so Yeah. And and that's it. And then James, I'm sorry, I think we cut you off when you were trying to say but like how like sometimes people perceive you and like how and like it does not necessarily who you are. Oh, no. Like when people try to call you a diva and everything like oh, that, yeah. they make they take sure. it seriously. I'm like, no, no way. Yeah. And then it's not like um, a a diva is using female like version of a like, It's a it's a immediately perceived as like the Mariah Carey diva. Like you, you're too good. Or you know, I have all of these reservations before you even think about talking to me. Or. <laughs> If you're going to book me, you better have green M&M's only, the peanut butter kind, and a glass boss. None of this. <laughs> and, um, or even when y'all say, like, oh, you know, um, I'm, I need to I need to be seen, or I want to be seen. I'm like, so am I seeking attention, or, like, in what way? Like, am I going to make, if somebody else is being seen, I'm going to be like, oh, no, bitch, I'm going to be seen. I don't think it's ever malicious. Like, oh, that bitch is singing. Let me go out and sing that hoe. Like, no, I don't. It, I it's, it's never anything like, like that. I don't think like, it's malicious. I just think it's competitive. Or like, I don't think that's malicious though. I don't think he's it's trying true. to be you malicious. Play I just feel like, <laughs> and yeah, I just want to be the best. Competitive thing. It's like, oh, but I love to do it so much. Yeah. Well, like when it comes to singing or performing or anything like that. Like when we go to karaoke, mm-hmm. y'all be like, you done sang nine times. It's not my fault. They like me and let me sing. Sure. Yes, and I'm going to say yes. You want to come up sure. and sing? But it's your fault that you went up there and signed your name nine, nine times. times. <laughs> but I didn't type, if he exactly. asked me to sing, then you better sing, boy, sing. And like, and you shouldn't ever have to apologize for no. that. I mean, I'm like, not apologizing. I just want to know why it, I'm, it, um, like turns into me. Like attention, if it's attention, how it's it? No, there's there's a difference between attention seeking yeah. and then somebody who just comes in and commands attention. James Major Burns, you command attention, like, and it's not necessarily a thing where you want to be seen or be heard because guess what, you're going to be seen and be heard no matter where you go. Either way, I'm just either way, and so like, it's never one of those things. Attention seeking is somebody who tries way too hard, and I can think of at least ten people, but I won't do that right now. <laughs> I can think but, about twelve, <laughs> but I won't do that right the now. Shade. But um, but yeah, so like. It's not necessarily a thing because I don't think that you go out of your way to make people notice you. Like people are going to notice you because one, you're naturally you're an entertainer. Entertainers need to be that hell. I wouldn't talk to Beyonce if she was boring as fuck. Hell, even Kim Kardashian, that bitch is entertaining. Kenya Moore, those bitches are entertaining. And that's the answer. To you. Right, I was gonna say that's that's the that's the aspect of my performance. That's the aspect of how I view me as a performer. I'm like, you know, I'm like, I was talking to James earlier today. I was like, I can stand behind a microphone and sing "Pretty Wings" a thousand times. I can sing that flawlessly. The way Maxwell did it sounds just like the damn track. But is that entertaining? I said those exact words to him. I said that's the difference. That's what I'm struggling with as a performer because people will consider you to be an entertainer whether your vocals are flawless or not. But mm-hmm. I can sing this song flawlessly and it not be as entertaining. These people not be as moved, you know. Whether your vocals are flawless. As, as, as they are when, when he steps on the stage. And we are more dominant together 
because I have the voice and, and we know how to entertain people people together. <laughs> I got the voice Curtis. Seconds. <laughs> they are so damn shady and I'm not saying yeah. it like that. Well, Jay's bitch, you are Dina. Live that truth. Listen, bitch. Miss Ross in the flesh, okay? Miss okay. Ross in this joke. You are Dina and Jones. I'm, I'm over here Effie. Miss Nikita, how do you feel like people perceive you, Mama? Shit, I don't know. <laughs> like, I, don't I don't. I mean, sometimes I don't care, and other times I care so much. It seems like there's never an in between <laughs> with me. But you like train that way. I don't. I don't know how. Because there's there is. there's times I just like I don't give a fuck who the fuck are you. I think Nikki don't. Nikki don't be giving a fuck. Like she don't. Like she don't be giving a fuck. I be like Nikki. Bring his ass over. She she don't. She don't. don't be giving a fuck. But then I think they actually they care way more than I do. <laughs> I think they care more. I be like, but they don't be giving a fuck. I be like, why? I don't. I don't know how people perceive me. Right. Sometimes I be like Nikki. I don't give a fuck. Is that is that. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. What did you say? I don't give a fuck. What did you say? Okay. Well, so basically, Nikki doesn't give a fuck how people perceive me. No, I mean, like, I don't know how people perceive me. I mean, I just know how I am. Well, what's a constant misconception or misperception? What is something that people have said to you? People have said to me, like, oh, I thought you were so mean when first met or I thought you hated me and I'm just like I didn't even know you to hate you so why would I hate you but I just have resting bitch face so that's really all it is <laughs> in case she doesn't give a fuck <laughs> I mean that's what people say, or, say about me but I just don't see how I can have a resting bitch face with my gerbil cheeks like okay. I, I don't understand it it's, it's because just, Trey's lips like his mouth my mouth down, naturally goes his, down so when I'm looking down, his like brow every, line is completely everything like straight, curves so down like, on my face yeah so when I have a straight <laughs> face it's just like I ain't yeah. thinking twice about it's, none it's of you like motherfuckers. It's like a lion. A lion always looks like you're ready to fuck your shit up. Mm-hmm. But he might be happy as shit. You know? He can, how, how can, can be happy as shit. Hell, Kanye West be happy as shit. And he got the coldest B- RBF in the world. Right. <laughs> I mean, it has nothing to do with that. But I've yeah. gotten that perception, too. Um, A perception that I got recently from somebody on Facebook, they were like, I always thought of you as such a badass. And I was, like, when I read it, I was just like, <laughs> Really? Cause I feel like I'm such a softie, like I'm such a baby bitch sometimes. <laughs> like, I'm just like, you think I'm a badass? Really? Like, baby bitch. Yes. And baby so I'm just like, is not okay. And you have a very strong opinion, you know. You both I, I, about what you like and don't like. That's true. That's true. And how you will and will not be treated. That's very true. But that just comes from me, um, getting to know myself. And for so many years, I did not speak up for myself or I let people um, be a certain way towards me or I, you know, was more so a follower than a leader Mm. so much in the younger years of my life that now I'm just like, I'm going to live for me. I'm going to do what I want to do. I'm going to wear what I want to wear. I'm going to live my best life and not give a fuck (laughs) or at least act like I don't give a fuck. Shit, man. <laughs> you. you know one thing that I get all the time what? is that I think when people tell me like like you're so confident and you're so this oh, and you're so that yeah. and I'm just like You have no idea. Yeah, it's like I don't I understand how hard I've it gotten is. That understand like how like I'm like the poster child for body image issues. Oh. Like I can stand in the mirror and tear myself down 
every day. And I tell people all the time, but like, you know, I take a billion selfies just so I can feel attractive to myself because I don't feel like I am. Mm-hmm. And so, um, which is like, in some of that can be att- attention seeking in some way. And so like, whenever I do post a nice picture on Instagram, man, like I'm always looking for like that feedback and saying, oh, how many likes did this picture get? And how many likes did that picture get? Um, just because it, it feeds my ego and it feeds my self-esteem. Mm-hmm. And, like, to some people, because all they see is a pretty picture and me smiling in it. So, like, obviously, look at him. Like, then I started losing some weight, too. And everybody was just like, damn, I'm talking about, you know, you were just, like, so confident. And I'm just like, but I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not. Like, and I'm, I got, I've gotten great at faking the funk, if mm-hmm. you will. Fake like it till you make it. Right, right. What are you supposed to do? Like, are you not, even if you're not confident, Confident in certain areas or sometimes mm-hmm. it's not like you're just gonna be walking around with that shit. Yeah, I mean, right. some people do, but yeah, like, hell, do. I'm a Leo, and as much as I try to fight it, like, th- there's a part of me that loves attention and loves admiration and love when people pay attention to me. Like, and I'm not gonna lie, and I'm not gonna sugarcoat that, but at the same time, it's hard to be somebody who wants to be in the spotlight mm-hmm. but doesn't feel like once you're in a light, you can see everything, and now I'm like totally exposed and shit. So, like, I don't know why, but I just saw all of that picture in Miami. I I just saw like an actual movie in Miami while you were talking. Yeah. Like I saw you like in some bright ass lights, just going crazy. <laughs> like that's how I saw it in Miami. Like just yeah, in does that ever happen to anybody else? Mm-hmm. Like when you yeah. did actually see some shit, like vividly, yeah. while awake, like you daydream. Yeah. And so like, and then hell, it's hard being in a group of singers, and then like you can't sing as well as everybody. Or like you, you sound don't. like somebody else I know. <laughs> oh my god. Whatever. Anywho. Oh, but like you don't hate us secretly. <laughs> I don't hate you guys secretly. No, I don't. But like I'm not a performer. I'm not a singer. But like yeah. I'm in a group of singers. You are a performer. That, I am a performer that I am. Right. That I am. I am you an are, entertainer. You are a great host. No, but seriously, I can keep a tune now. Don't get me wrong. But like no. <laughs> <laughs> just, just be that shit. Like there's there's only certain songs I can sing. <laughs> I hate y'all. I didn't let y'all know something right now. James, I don't know if James just totally forgot that we were recording a podcast, but this dude just started like heating up and sitting in the microwave. <laughs> Like, so if you hear the beep and stuff, it's this hungry cat just like heating up some pizza. Why I did? Because this conversation is just so organic. He forgot we recorded. Forgot he just thought we were just kikiing. Yes, yeah, for a second. And he just yeah. had to get a snack. That look on your face. I was like, what? <laughs> Y'all, I'm just hungry as fuck. Sure. Oh my god. You just guessed yeah. about a thousand times for doing that. Like, yeah. How like, dare no. you? So, like, I guess that's another layer to dig a little bit deeper. What's if if you can talk about a misconception that you get about yourself, or like people automatically assume this or that about you, and it's not really the case all the time. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna go off of what you were saying, Tom. When people uh, say that you seem so confident and stuff, and I've gotten that too. And um, I'm definitely getting more. Com- I'm definitely more confident than I was, um, but I still got some ways to go. And um, I just try to 
lift up other people along the way with me. Um, and somehow that helps me be brave and do what I want to do or wear what I want to wear. But like, I don't know. It's motivation too. It is. Yeah. So, um, I am just human. As we all are. <laughs> and some days I feel like, dang, I look good. But most days I'm just like, bitch, get your life together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but. Oh, James can't talk. His mouth is full. Oh, He's sorry. eating. I'm good. What you want to know? Oh, nothing. I just was being an asshole. Uh, <laughs> there she goes. Those Capricorns are assholes. Okay. I don't even. I don't, I don't know what. I don't know any zodiac type stuff. Me either. I do. I'm a Libra, and I know it's like about balance and stuff, but that's about it. Let me see. That's stereotypical because of scares or whatever. What is it about? Libras are cool. I like Libras. I buy Libras. Libras are good people, and they look out for you. I do. Tony Braxton's a Libra. Mm-hmm. I'm saying Libras get shit done. Serena Williams is a Libra. Libras get shit done. Seem like you always just say that I'm an asshole. Because Capricorns are assholes. That's the only thing I know about y'all. And y'all cheat. What you know about an Aries? Well, that's what she's cheating. What you know about an Aries? Well, Aries tend to be like stubborn. And like they're kind of type A personalities. Like think of just like but you guys are like strong people. Well, you know, you just facts I, are facts. Tom is dropping facts, y'all. I'm, <laughs> First time ever, but it happened here. My, my, my sign is a warrior. That's what it is. Like, oh, so fixed air sign, I want to say, or is it like this air? Like, it's a goddess of war, is really what it is. I ride for who I ride for. But then if I gotta go to war, bitch, I'm going to war. Magic sword is drawn. Yep. And that's how Aries are. Like, very hair strong people. And then Leo's and like. Leo's. <sighs> they are flamboyant, extra SF, and then like, and everybody just say that like we are like attention whores. Yes, yes, y'all are. I'm oh, telling you, goodness. I literally was just. Crying. I'm not talking about you. Yeah, I'm talking about I mean, I can't be an attention whore. Like, I'm not even gonna say that. That's the Leo in me, just like saying. But like, it's like I'm joking. But like, but like, what air? Like, what frustrates me is that I hate whenever I see all of them like little memes and posts about. Uh, zodiac signs, and it's always that Leo's like we're the liars, we're the cheaters. Like we always got the worst or whatever. Because people that just is such a lie. People hate us. I've also um, seen uh, horoscope descriptions saying, you know, uh, the worst uh, sign is also an Aries. They you know, the worst sign. So never is seen a, a bad one about a Libra. They, <laughs> you never do. No, you don't. All you see is you know Libras with a bunch of hearts, facts or, or facts, or something like that. I don't know, but they, like, why do the world come for Leos? Like, what, no, why do, world we're just here, we're the kings and queens of the Zodiac. And in other news, this has been another episode. Because <laughs> <laughs> we ain't going to sit here and just fabricate. What about the, like, calling out your lies, like, the first, the 31st of February, okay? I can't. What else? Anyway. That got a little deep, y'all. Mm-hmm. A little bit. Oh, yeah. In closing, you know, if you think something about a certain person, 
take that concern and address that concern with that person before you cultivate this perception of them. So, like, rather than making up who you believe they are in your mind, get to know that person. Yeah. Ask them who they are. So they can show you who they are. With an open mind, right. With an open mind. So whether that's somebody who wants to be addressed by a certain label or um, a certain pronoun or anything like that, get to know that person, get to know their story. Or a person who is um, identified as gay or transgender or bisexual or lesbian, get to know what that means. Listen to understand. Yeah. Mm. So, voted, voted by Trey. What? Actually, James Mitchell Well, you learned it from me. We've had many discussions. Okay, Always say, listen to understand, never listen to be right, because it will never work. Come on. Ever. Absolutely yes. ever. It will never, ever, Always ever, ever, remember ever. when you're giving advice to you take. Need to live by two. You know what? He's throwing these subliminal shades. You know no, what? No, 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 no shade, no shade. Oh, what? Nicki Minaj is here? No, no. <laughs> so where did no, Nicki no, come from? No, no, no shade. What nuggets you got for the people in the key? Um, do you, boo boo? Yes. Um, but yeah, I, I, I would just say to um remember that. We are constantly getting to know ourselves. Um, so, whenever you feel conflicted or you feel nice. like life is hard or whatever because you don't know who you are, just take it one day at a time and you'll figure it out for and now. Not, and, and not a thousand, like Trey. Yes. And I realize that we are all 20 something, like this is a song. But, um, <laughs> sorry. The only one 20 at this table is Trey. The rest of y'all is a little 20 something. something. Ooh, and you're 21. All of us? All of us, nigga? 30, 30, 30. I feel like 30 is on that side of the table. I'm I'm turning 26. You bitches are 30, bitch. I'm the youngest one. I'm in my 20s. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Most of the 30 are 20, but you're welcome. I'm just kidding. Don't play yourself. I'm going to say, put y'all close. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right around the corner. I see him down the street. Yeah. I'm waving like, hey, You're daddy. knocking on Freddy's <laughs> door. Hey, bitch. Hi. I'll be there and in I, January. I'm okay with this. Anywho. I know. your young ass. <laughs> I forgot what I was saying. <laughs> right. Realize that, like, you're only, you're still young, especially if you're still young and haven't discovered who you are or felt like you found your purpose. Like, like Thomas. Like, no. I, I haven't. <laughs> Shit, I'm, I'm discovering every day, and I'm on my way to a new journey now. No, like, Hello, no. new yes. job, who this? Ooh, new phone, who this, bitch? Yes, all that. New man, who this? Oh, where is that? that to be announced. Where? I was going to say, been where? Been where? I'm lying again, though. Yeah, yeah. Still available. Typical Leo, a Typical liar. Li- and listen, I just want <laughs> to shout out to the listener who had all his business aired on here, but still rock with us. Listen. Thank you, thank you for rocking with us still, because he was airing out. The day but guess what? But like having those been the best episodes. Listen, okay. Started with relationships. Have with. have those not been the best episodes? Yes. I'm Kenya Moore in this biz naive, and with that, this is Tom signing off. <laughs> this is Trey Daddy signing off. This is Nikki signing off. And this is an announcement before I sign off. Jervales <laughs> and I 
will be in Doom Girls at Akron Civic okay. Center. Yeah, shameless plug. July 26th through the 28th. The shows start at 8 p.m. on Friday and Saturday. Yes. And on Sunday, it will start at 3 p.m. Yes, it's mad and May. Yeah. And um, I'm they telling y'all now, y'all can listen. We're going to have viewers and listeners in Accra also. Mm-hmm. Don't be a hater. We have viewers Kate. and listeners Sorry. in Japan. Also, Accra, I'm coming for y'all. And why Nikki yeah. over here? She needs to shut up while I give her her shameless, shameful plug. We'll all be performing at Youngstown Pride on July 22nd. Yes. We're just going to put it in your minds now, including Nikki too. But if she don't want the plug, she don't need to. And it will be a, a performance, honey. Wow. And wow. guess what? I will be there supporting because See, I'm not. This is why people think you're a hard ass and an asshole. Here I am trying to plug all our shit, and she gonna tell me. She basically told me to shut the fuck up. Like you know what? Well, you're go ahead, fake life guys. Bye. Yay. See y'all later. And that's why you got pictures of face because you're up. Kim <laughs> <laughs> Fisher Burns signing off. I got you before you hit it.